Well, bless the Lord, saints of God. Tony here, Triple C Podcast on this 15th day of January, 2023. We bring you greetings in the name of Jesus Christ, Triple C Podcast. Let's open with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for this opportunity once again to come forth, to speak, to teach, and to share your word. Father, God, is our desire, God, that you be glorified, that we be edified, that the devil be horrified at the speaking and teaching and preaching of your word. Bless now every podcast listener. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Well, I tell you, I won't be long-winded this morning for uh, I was stricken with COVID. I'm in quarantine at the current moment, doing quite well. Fever's broke, looking on the mend. Uh, but God still is glorious, and there is a word that should be spoken. As I've often said, I have a charge to keep and a God to glorify. So I won't be long-winded today, for I don't want to lose my voice. But if it does happen, in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Thank you for all of those that are local with me that has been aware, brothers and sisters, uh, those co-workers praying in the name of Jesus Christ. And it tells us, yes, I'm vaccinated and triple boosted, but we are not exempt. Have I said through the years, just because we are believers, just because we claim and we speak faith, this is a living example that we are not exempt from the attacks of the enemy. And this will not stop us. So let's pray blessings in Jesus' name. Let's go forward. Well, I believe that God, as I've struggled through the last three or four days, I tell you, I've been in since Friday, come out on Tuesday from quarantine and tell you, uh, Sister Sharp has really blessed and taken very good care of me and my daughter that's local, my baby daughter that's in North Carolina. They're doing what they can do. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ and everybody else that's a contributor, I thank you uh, profusely in the name of Jesus Christ. But there is a word today I believe that God will give us for just a short time this morning. Uh, on this Sunday, 15th day of January, let's read from James chapter 5, verses 13 through 16. James chapter 5, verses 13 through 16. And the word of God reads, Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any married? Let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another, and pray for one another, that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Amen. James was writing, amen, to the twelve tribes of Israel. And get to chapter 5 and we get here. I believe it's befitting and it's applicable to speak to where we are. If you follow me for any length of time, you will know that I've always said, even though we are Christians and have been walking with God and walking by faith, we are not, capital N-O-T, exempt from sickness. We are not exempt. We are not excluded from God allowing things to happen. Do you think anybody really wants to be sick? I don't think so. If they are, they have that Munchauser's disease where they just want to continuously be sick. That's not Tony. I hate being sick. I hate being down. And I very seldom use the word hate, but I hate it. Tanya will tell you. She always said, you're not invincible. You can't. I know I say I can do all things through Christ, but God allows things and God's got a unique way of shutting you down and slowing you down. So there was a reason that I had to go into quarantine and I'm still here, but we're making the best of it in the name of the Lord. So let's make the devil out of a liar. Thought I wasn't going to podcast. Devil, you're a liar in the name of Jesus Christ. So today's podcast from James chapter 5, verses 13 through 16 is titled, A Prayer of Faith. This is where we must work as a team to get unified, to speak one conducive word that will spin healing throughout the land. That's our prayer. I asked the question, is there any bomb in Gilead? Yes, that bomb is B-A-L-M. It's Jesus Christ. So James is our author. He's writing to the 12 tribes of Israel, and he's speaking about the Lord drawing nigh at that time. We live, as I like to say, and I've said it through the years, in a world gone wild. 
We live in times where we know that from the White House and all of its chaos to our house, to the jail house, to the church house, to the funeral house, it's happening and it's real. Well, what does that mean, preacher? It means that God is not pleased with the Christian nation, though we claim, but yet you cannot tell that we are a Christian nation by our actions, not by our words, but by our actions. I said it many times before, you know a tree by the fruit that it bears. It's the produced fruit that tells you what type of tree it is. We got a lot of people saying a lot of things, but what are they doing? Amen. One of my mottos is, if I can't help you, I surely ain't going to hurt you. If you've been around me for any length of time, I will do my best to do all I can to help you. And oftentimes, the enemy takes advantage of that type of spirit. He will do all he can to destroy you, shut you down, close you off, uh, encapsulate you so you can't be effective. But the devil is a liar. He can't stop what God has ordained. God has a purpose and a plan for every last one of us. So I pray today in this short podcast that you receive a blessing from the Lord. And I speak the word of God on any radical believer that will walk with me in this faith. So here we are. The question for us today is this, verse 13. He says, is any afflicted? Let him pray. We know that there are many afflicted. We see that psychologically, I tell you, we get a report every day at work, and it's the Admiral's report, and I read it, and almost every day for the last two, three weeks, there's been somebody committing suicide across the United States Navy. What a tragedy. We've got people still raping and robbing and doing all kinds of pedophilish type of things around the world. The devil is running loose, and he's running rampant. Is there any among you afflicted? They're afflicted psychologically. They're afflicted mentally. Mentally, they're afflicted physically, they're afflicted emotionally. Yes, we have many around us. And let's be real though I'm in quarantine, though the pandemic is real, there's a new strand of the COVID 19 virus. Do we understand that there's multiple strands of flu? A higher level? It's on 2019, we believe it started. 2020, when they put a name on it. We know that this always been. It's just the earth and the world. These neuroscientists and all these people, they're, they're loving this kind of stuff. They can try to get a Nobel Peace Prize. The devil is a liar. Y'all must hear me, people of God. John chapter 10, verse number 10, there's a thief among us. And that thief really is seriously trying to kill. He's trying to steal. And he's trying to destroy our faith in God, capital G. James Agoen said, is any, uh, is any merry? Let him sing psalms. We've got even in the midst of warfare, in, in the midst of sickness, there's people that's having joy in the Holy Ghost. Now, granted, even though I'm in quarantine, I still got joy. I got joy that Jesus Christ is my healer. Jesus Christ is my deliverer. I have to do and be obedient unto Caesar's rule, which is five days quarantine, and we'll extend that just to make sure because we want to make sure the household stays healthy in the name of the Lord. But then verse 14 says, is any, among, is any sick among you? Question mark. Yes, I'm one of them today. I normally don't claim sickness, but the fevers don't lie. Thank God my fever's broke. I'm beyond 24 hours fever-free, amen? So I'm on the men, as the, as the old folk would say. But the scriptures talk about, they're sick among us. It's real. This is what the Bible says. Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Well, we're granted right now because we're podcasting. If we were in a sanctuary and I had a... Uh, 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 a set of ordained elders that I believe that were walking in faith, surely I would allow to pray over me and anoint me with oil, but we don't have that. I'm very cautious today who I allow to touch me and pray over me. And I pray that you are the same way. Just don't let anybody speak over your life. Don't let anybody speak into your life. If you don't know what kind of fruit that they bear, be cautious. Amen. God says you got to guard your anointing. Just because the person say they're of the Lord, you better watch them. You better try them to see whether they're, what they're saying is of God and not of the God lowercase g of this world. 
So is there any sick among you? Yes, I'm one of them. So I solicit every podcast listener today, every podcast listener to speak a word through the airways of God to send, to send healing to all of our brothers and sisters who are undergoing sinus infections, the flu, upper respiratory problems, bronchitis, pneumonia, arthritis, diabetes, thyroid disease, all kinds of things that this earth and this world is permitted and promoting. The devil is a liar. Here we are. We coming today unified in the name of Jesus Christ. So the question in the scripture says, is any sick among you? We've identified that. Now, there's a couple of things that God gave me, verse 15 and 16, and we will slowly bring this podcast to a close. And when you look at the scripture, he says this regard, in, ver in this in regard, verses 14, 15, is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And verse 15 says it this way, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And the Lord shall raise him up, and if he hath committed sins, they shall be forgiven. The title of this Sunday's podcast is titled, A Prayer of Faith. Yes, I know I left minutes into it before I told you, but it's a prayer of faith. Faith moves mountains. Faith moves sickness. Faith moves disease. Faith can conquer anything. Faith. But without faith, Hebrews 11 and 1, Amen. Hebrews 11 said, but without faith, it's impossible. To, uh, Hebrews 11 and 1. Now, excuse me. Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's Hebrews 11 and 1. But it also says in the book of Hebrews, uh, but without faith, it's impossible to please him, meaning God. So he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And again, you got to forgive me. Can't, the head's still clogged. I'm still preaching through this. That's why we won't be much longer. The devil is a liar, but I've got to get this out and get it through. I want you to know that a warrior that I claim I am, I will battle my way through my sickness to make sure I fulfill the will of God in my life. And in this regard, that's why it was imperative that I not do not quit and not stop because I don't feel 100 percent. I've got to speak this word because that's what also brings my healing and my deliverance as well. So verse 15 and 16 is where the, the crux of what we're talking about. A prayer of faith. This is what he said. And the Lord shall raise him up. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And a prayer of faith shall save the sick. I ask for your prayers of faith that God will save me from this sickness. Speak that word. Amen. The Bible says to speak those things that are not as though they were. Amen. So when you speak it, so shall it be, saith the Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So what do you do? The first thing in verse 15, call for the elders of the church. Call for those who you know who walk in faith and ain't liars, who's not thieves, who's not robbers, though who are not fakers. If anybody has told you, baby, in the clergy realm, just fake it till you make it, do not call them. Do not ask them for anything. Because if anybody's telling you to try to fake it till you make it, they themselves are a liar. They are not going to tell you the truth. I'm telling you, do not fake anything. God already knows who you are. God knows everything about you from the very number of hairs on your head, as we like to say, from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. God knows who you are. So the first thing we'll do, we'll call for those believers, those elders more importantly, but call for believers that solicit their prayer, but call for people that you know who literally is striving to live right with the Lord. Now, every one of us, let's not get it twisted. Every last one of us have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. What I'm saying is, is we know earnestly those who have a genuineness about their hearts. They're not trying to fake anything. They're not trying to rob you of anything. They're not trying to get gained and become popular spiritually. They're literally just trying to walk out their spiritual walk before the Lord. Call those people. Call those who you can trust in the Lord that's going to lift your name up before the throne of grace that you can obtain mercy, grace, favor, and healing from God. So the first thing is call for those real elders of the church. 
The second thing, and we'll get ready to close in just a few minutes. He says it this way, verse 16, and this is where we'll conclude this morning. He says, confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that ye may be healed, period. Here's the second thing. For first thing is call for the elders of the church. Call for those believers that you know. The second thing is pray for one another. We need to pray for one another every day that ye may be what? Heal. This is what he said in this last piece of the verse. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Let me read the amplified version of verse 16. The amplified version says it this way. Confess to one another, therefore, your faults, your slips, your false steps, your offenses, your sins, and pray also for one another that you may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone of mind and heart. The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. The second piece is pray for one another. And the third thing is this, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. What am I telling you? Call for those elders, pray for one another, and just believe that the effectual fervent continuous prayer, I'm not talking about a beggar's prayer, and hear me real well, child of God. We are to be believers, not beggars. I'm not telling anybody to beg God for anything. You can't walk with God begging for everything. You can't be a needy Christian begging for everything. What I'm telling you is this. We got to have a warrior spirit, a warrior's prayer, a warrior's belief, a warrior, a soldier in the army of the living God. If I could speak it like I feel it, I would tell you, you've got to stand on this truth. You've got to know that God, God is your God. He's a mighty good God. We often say, ain't God good? Yes, but he's a powerful God. The dunamis, dynamite power of God, he wants to work in and through us. I'm coming out of this sickness. I'm coming out of this COVID. I'm coming out of this sinus infection. I'm coming out of these headaches. I'm coming out of the fever. I'm coming out of the flu. I'm coming out of pneumonia. I'm coming out of upper respiratory problems. I'm coming out of everything that the enemy thought he could throw at us. The devil is a liar and he's been a liar from the beginning. I need people of God to join me as I close this podcast this morning in the name of the Lord. This is the word that we must speak. Now, let me digress for one quick moment. We've got to learn to be wise as serpent, but as harmless as doves. I did let my guard down because I didn't literally, every time I was out in the public, even though I know that the pandemic is very much real, I let my guard down, meaning that I just demasked quite a bit when I said, and this is what I said, as long as I'm not directly in your face, I'm okay without having on my mask. Somebody brought it to my doorstep. Don't know who, irrelevant at this point. But going forward, obedience is better than sacrifice. I've got to be obedient. You must be obedient. We must be obedient. I pray that the people of God mask up, continue to get vaccinated, get the boosters if you need them, and let's be obedient to the word of God. The Bible says to render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. If we're to follow the CDC and follow our health guidance, we must do what's right. But more importantly, doing that plus faith, we can move mountains. I close this morning by saying it this way. The last thing is we got to pray for one another that ye may be healed. I solicit your prayers for healing. There's somebody right now that's afflicted with cancer that we got to speak on the word of God that they may be healed. Somebody right now is depressed, in depression right now because they lost somebody or something's not going their way. We got to speak over them. It doesn't matter where they are. We can speak into the ways of God. God can move because you've got to believe, child of God, there is not a spot where God is not. Wherever we are, God is. You can speak to your destination where your brother and where your sister resides. God says we're to walk by faith and not by sight. Though I can't see you right now, I speak a word of God over your life in the name of Jesus Christ. I want to close this morning as I get ready to conclude it down today. A prayer of faith, according to James chapter 5, verses 13 through 16, as God spoke through James to the 12 tribes of Israel, I speak to you on this 15th day of January, 2023, that God will speak a word through you, that God 
God will speak a word to you that you can speak to your daughter, that you can speak to your son, that you can speak to your grandchildren, that you can speak to your co-workers. You can even speak over your enemy in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm talking about the God we serve, capital G. I'm talking about the Lord of Lords, capital L. If I've got any believers listening to this podcast, I believe that no matter where you are, you've got to be the light bulb in the room. You've got to be the one that will speak a word. I speak with an apostolic power that God will rest, rule, and abide in your words, that you will speak a word that will sustain, that you will speak healing to your household, that you will speak healing to your land, that you will speak healing on your job. I speak that God will let his dunamis power move throughout your life, move throughout your household, that he will heal your body. I know what the world says, but God is over the world. The Bible said God created everything. Will you join me, child of God, in believing that if we have the prayer of faith, we can move mountains. A prayer of faith can speak to the mountain and tell the mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea, and it shall be done in the name of the Lord. I encourage you to join me on this day that we stand firm on the word of God, that we believe that God is greater than anything we can ever do. I believe there is not a spot where God is not. Wherever we are, God is. I encourage you, child of God, to join in with me today and let's speak to this COVID and tell this COVID, get thee behind this devil in the name of Jesus. I pray that you will join in with me, that we will speak to every household of every child of God, that if we can unify ourselves, that we can get the power of God to move on our behalf, we can watch God remove sickness and disease from this earth in the name of Jesus. We can declare and decree and speak the power of God. We've got to believe for every lying wonder we rebuke, every sickness we rebuke, everything that's foul we rebuke in the name of Jesus. I conclude this morning, I pray that this was just a power-packed piece of faith that we're trying to speak into your life today. Will you join me today and believe God for not only my healing, but for your healing, for every child of God, that no matter what we're afflicted with, that we know that we've got that kind of faith that will move mountains. We've got that kind of faith that will conquer anything. We've got that kind of faith that will tell sickness to get thee behind us. I speak into your life today. I pray that from Triple C Podcast, you will receive this word with the apostolic power and the anointing of God to believe God that he's still a miracle worker. Can you believe that God is a bridge over troubled water? Can you believe that God is hungry? He's He's food for a hungry land. Can you believe and join in with me that God can make something out of nothing? Can you join in and believe God with me that God can speak to your situation? He can turn your midnight into midday that God can turn your tragedy into a triumph. Will you join me today and believing that God will resurrect your life, that God will restore you. He'll do just like he did with the woman with the issue of blood. She was sick for 12 long years and yet God healed her. Can you believe that God can be just like he was for Shadrach, Meshach, and the Bendigo? He was the fourth man in the fiery furnace. Can you believe and join God with me that God is that one that was with Daniel in the den of the lions. Can you join in with me child of God and believe that God, he raised up Lazarus amen. Can you join in child of God and believe he did what he did for Darius's daughter can you believe that God, he's the same God that can heal let's speak to the devil until the devil get thee behind us I pray as we close this podcast today, I wanted to speak a word before I shut it down. In the midst of my quarantine, I'm still healed. You've got to join me and say, I shall not know defeat. There is not a spot where God is not. Where I am, God is. You've got to believe that God has got the power to do above all and over all that we ask and or think. As we close Triple C Podcast, the title of today's podcast is A Prayer of Faith. Walk in faith that can conquer 
anything. Let's close with a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for this little short podcast that somebody reap a blessing 100 fold in return. I pray that in the midst of their own quarantine in their life, wherever they are, God, that you began to move in their life, that you can declare and decree that they are healed, that you can clear up voices, dear God. You can remove headaches. You can remove sinusitis. You can remove the fever. You can remove the COVID. You can declare and decree that we are healed and we will be restored that we can minister to our family and be the leader that you called us to be. Blessed now in the name of Jesus Christ. I speak an apostolic powerful word to every soul that will listen to this podcast that we will go forth in the name of Jesus. Bless God until we come back together again. This is Tony with Triple C Podcast signing off and walk away in faith in Jesus name. This is Tony signing off until we meet again. Be blessed. Expands the incredible, receives the impossible thing that can conquer anything. Faith that uproots. and bless the Lord, saints of God. Welcome to Triple C Podcast on this 22nd day of January 2023. Let's open with a word of prayer. Master, we thank you for another opportunity to podcast. It is our desire, God, that you be glorified, that we be edified, and that the devil be horrified because we've not stopped or quit or give up on you. Bless the reading of the word, dear God. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, my Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And may every podcast listener receive a blessing from this message on today. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. And literally greet you in divine love. We're all doing pretty much better here on the home front. Let's look at Daniel, Old Testament passage of scripture today. Daniel chapter 3. 
This is the story of uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and Nebuchadnezzar the king. But I want to start reading at verse 19. I'm going to read through verse 25 and then read down verse number 30. And then we will open the word of God. This is reading from the King James Version of the Bible of Daniel chapter 3, starting at verse 19. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the form of his visage was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spake and commanded that they should heat the furnace up seven times more than it was wont to be heat. And he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and to cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their hosen, and their hats, and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent, and the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down, bound into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. He answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire. And they have no hurt. And the form of the force is like the son of man. And let me jump down to verse number 30. And it reads, Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. May God bless the reading here and doing of his word. The title of this Sunday's podcast is called The Fourth Man. The Fourth Man. As we read through, and I paraphrased uh, quite a bit of it, for Daniel chapter 3 talks about the king. The king had made a decree and created a golden image that he wanted everybody throughout out the providence of Babylon and the surrounding area, that when the music played, when all the instruments kicked in, they wanted everybody to bow down and worship this graven image. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who, as I read, was actually working under the king who had set them over the providence of Babylon to manage the affairs of Babylon. So they were in uh, on the king's staff, and they, who were people of the way, which is the believers of God, had said that they would not bow down and worship any graven image. They was following their faith. Well, the story that I just read from 20, uh, 19 to 25 is a, is a piece of what the story was. So he had gathered all of his leaders together. And in his leaders, he had made this decree. He had said that everybody, when this stuff happens, when the music sounds, no matter where they were, they were to stop, bow down, and worship that graven image. But not Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They denounced and denied bowing down and serving a graven image when they knew that they were serving the living and true God, not a graven image. So as we look at today, let's move and talk about society today as we look at it. Look at the current pressures of life. Look at what's going on. It's very much real. As everybody know that I was in quarantine, uh, still in quasi-quarantine right now, but definitely corona-free. Uh, feeling much better, still having some after effects, but that's just a part of the sickness that happens. Uh, I'm not considered a long hauler. Tanya's a long hauler because she had COVID pneumonia and in that regard, but the good Lord has been good to us and we want to focus on that. Life is too short to be focusing on other things that don't have any bearing. Amen. So I just want to focus on where we are in the Lord. But as I looked at life and I looked at this story and I looked at last Sunday's podcast and listened to it and looked at the scriptures and it says a prayer of faith and where we are, let's talk about the reality of what we need right now. I, I often have said through the years from the White House to the church house to our house, if we don't believe that we need God now, we are sadly mistaken. So as I look at the scriptures and, and realize where we are, our whole office staff and even across the hall has all been at home because we were allowing the building to air out. This thing is real. It's called the XBB variant. It's very much real. And as we got lax, myself included, by not keeping that mask up and not trying to do due diligence as it had been, I, I paid a price. And that's why the Bible says obedience is better 
than sacrifice. But as I look at the story of Nebuchadnezzar and I think about it, and we've heard it through the years, and preachers would preach and we hoop on Shadrach, Meshach, and we would say, uh, and the Bendy Goat, and we called them something different. But I want to understand a little bit better about where we are and why I'm calling it the fourth man. Because we look at that, we look at the state of the world, we look at politics, we look at the chaos, we look at society. The Bible says that in the last days, that, that the hearts of man shall wax worse and worse. We have, and especially in America, I can't speak for other countries, but we are living in a lawsuit-driven state in America. I mean, people are offended quickly, more quickly than ever before. Here we are people. We got all kinds of people committing crimes. I mean, from the latest basketball player to, I was reading online from a report that comes from the military side where a, a officer was trying to do a prostitution ring out there in California, down in Florida. A uh, man uh, got his children missing, come to find out he's killed his children. Things are happening everywhere. Satan is running rampant. Him and his imps, his schisms, his isms are running rampant and they're looking for those who are not trying to follow the teachings of God, who are not trying to look to the word of God, who's not trying to look to the light of God. And what happens, and this is my biblical opinion as well as a biblical truth. When you look at that, when you don't seek the things of God in accordance to Matthew 6 and 33, amen, which says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added, then we will become like the uh, the Gentiles was. They was worried about everything other than what God would have them. God took care of the litters of the field. God take care of the birds. God take care of everything that we need. But we, because we're human, we still are susceptible to worry. We are susceptible to the difficult days. And I've said it before, we have a W-E-A-K day. We have traumatic things that happen to us. Sickness and death. We lose loved ones in the midst of a pandemic in which we're still in. We are three years, people of God, in a pandemic. And it's got to be for a reason. God obviously is not pleased at our behavior and what we're doing as a advertised Christian nation. But if you follow our church's mega, major, minor, or little, or minute type of church. We are all striving for glorious glamour. We're looking for seeking prestige, power, and popularity. We're doing all kinds of things at every level. None of us churches are excluded. We're all trying to make a name for ourselves, though it appears. Now, granted, there are people who are not trying to make a name for themselves. God has allowed some of those doors to close. Cathedral uh, Christian Church was one of them, but yet we're still striving to just share this gospel free as it can be, as best we can, what the Lord has said to do. But the physical church is no longer, but we're still bringing forth the gospel because we've always said through the years that we are a mobile church, a church that is moving 10 fingers and 10 toes, a church that's striving to lift up Jesus Christ. What I've tried to do through the years and I still try today is try to keep a spiritual balance to let people know that we are Christians if we have confessed and professed that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. We've accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We believe in his teachings. We believe in his word. We're striving to walk by faith. We know that we are sinners saved by grace. We know that we've all come sin and fallen short of the glory of God. We know that we must live under the umbrella of grace and mercy every day because in our humanity, we will never cross every T or dot every I. If you are under people or you are with people that are teaching you that because you're born again, that you always get it right, you don't need to repent, you don't need forgiveness, that in that regard, because you were saved, you sanctified, and you do everything above board, and you cross every T and dot every I, you may want to go back and restudy the scripture. There's none of us. The Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Because we are a triune being, we have a body, we have a soul, and we have a spirit. We need God. We need to be delivered. We need to ask for forgiveness every day. We do things. The Bible says if you're having ought against your brother, go to that brother and, and ask for forgiveness. If you don't go and you don't receive, then you go to the church. If the church just denies you, then you come before the Lord and then you shake the dust from your feet. But there's things that we should practice in accordance to scripture. 
The Bible said, if it be possible, let the people of God live peaceably with all men. But we look at life. We look at the political pressure and the political chaos and the lies and the trickery and the things that we see. We look at the chaos and the corruption as we look at the state of this world. This world, as I've said, has gone wild. And that's very much real. Look at the state of man. Many of us don't know whether we're going or coming. Many of us are confused about who we are and whose we are. Many of us wonder if God is really real. Many of us wonder. We may not admit to it, but we wonder because things don't typically happen as fast as we want them to. One of the greatest things I find that we struggle with as human beings is letting God be God. We have had to learn, amen, and oftentimes I'm one who have been a, a part of it itself, learning to trust God and wait on God because waiting on God sometimes ain't easy. The Bible says in, in Isaiah 40, 31, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and faint not. The hardest part is keep moving in our faith. Sometimes we just want to stop and give up on God. But thanks be to God, he's never given up on us. That's what makes him God. So as we look at the state of the world, the state of man, we look at where we are in our relationships. Husbands and wives are at discord. Diverse Divorce in the church is running rampant. People are separating and dividing by the numbers. Why? Because we are all over the map. We're not looking to God to refurbish and reestablish our families. Don't we understand that our fathers against sons and mothers against daughters and vice versa and daughters against father? And there's all kinds of things that's happened. Look at friendships. Friendships are severing because of political pressure and political power. Friendships that we thought were good friendships over the years have turned out to be just people of acquaintances. Why? Why are these things happening? Why is the state of man, the state of relationships in such an uproar right now? Satan is unhappy and uneasy for those of us that still trying to preach this gospel, understanding that we too are human. If you put your preacher, your bishop, your pastor, your apostle up on a pedestal, you are setting yourself up for failure. You got to understand God calls us out, but because he calls us out, we are not exempt from not falling short ourselves. We got to trust God to get us all in line and get back right with God. We look at the state of the world, the state of man, the state of the church. Look at the church. The church right now, we got more multimillionaires that are clergymen striving to do all kinds of things where they're all across the public media repenting and saying that they was teaching wrong things for 20, 30 years. Yeah, after you done got planes, trains, and automobiles. And now you've reinvented yourself because now on the repentance side, you got people feeling sorry for you. Now they're donating even more because they realize that here you are, you're human. They should have realized that from the beginning. That's why you've got to study people of God for yourself. Second uh, Timothy 2.15, you study individually to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, to rightly divide the word of truth. You've got to know what that preacher's saying. You've got to know what's coming across the radio waves. You've got to know what's written in the daily bread. You've got to know what's written in some book that you're reading that's got scripture reference. You've got to trust God for yourself, and you have to ask the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you in all things. Jesus said, if he did not go, the Holy Spirit would not come. And if the Holy Spirit didn't come, we we would be lost without a teacher. We got to understand that the spirit of God is the ultimate teacher teaching us everything. We got to look at that. So as we looked at the word and let's go to the word of God and let's break down what Daniel was saying about King Nebuchadnezzar in that regard. When I looked at verses 19 to 25, I realized that in the humanity of the king, King, and I'm going to point something out, and I got one main point for today's podcast, and I hope that it, it resonates and makes sense because it makes sense to me while I'm just laying back and just trying to let my health, my energy, my, my, my body heal in the name of Jesus Christ, my mind. I, I've got to seek God. I've got to seek the Lord because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you're the only person responsible for your eternal destiny. Ain't nobody else, can't nobody put you in hell, can't nobody send you to hell. They can say it, but they can't do it. Only God himself is the judge 
juror and executioner. I don't care what nobody says. You better trust God and you better work on your own soul salvation no matter what. Amen. I realize in the book of Matthew when he said, what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and yet lose his own soul? Or what shall that man give in exchange for his soul? It ain't about cars. It ain't about trucks. It ain't about motorcycles. It ain't about money. It ain't about CDs. It ain't about having a title. It ain't about being the boss. It ain't about any of those things. It's about knowing who you are and whose you are. I've come to realize, people of God, in the modern day, in the Christian day, there's Two type of people that we need to understand when it comes to the end of our spiritual journey. It's either saved or unsaved. Saved or unsaved. I'm hoping because I strive myself to grow out of all the things that I thought I should have, could have, would have, and realize that my relationship with Jesus Christ is the most important than anything else under the sun. But I'm looking at something. This lesson hopefully will bless you to realize that we can do all those things and still wind up not on the right side of Jesus. What it is, you don't want to be that person to get all the way to the gate and get denied interest because you've been playing with God and playing with church and playing with this word and playing with this anointing and playing with this power, but yet you knew that you ain't tried to change in any kind of way. But I looked at something when King Nebuchadnezzar had created that graven image, but he realized Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they stood firm on their faith. Here's one of the key things, and this is what I want to hone in on and I realized something. I didn't understand it earlier, but I understand it now. I didn't really realize that they were actually placed over the providence of Babylon. So they were of the king's court, but they were Jews. They were Jews under the king's court, and they were over all the affairs of the providence of Babylon. Yes, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Many preachers through the years have made it seem like they just got caught up and was passing through. No, they lived where they were. They were following under all of the criteria of the king. But when it came to their faith is the point we got to understand something. This is the way God gave it to me to express. And this is many other ways, but this is the way he gave it to me to express. The key point for me to you, for us today, that even though the pressures of this world, the leaders who say, to do this, do what I say, not as I do. Or if they try to encapsulate you and they put you under an umbrella to try to force you to bow down to their compromise and their rules, you do not unequivocally, you do not give up your faith and your truth in the true and living God to worship idol gods, to worship graven images, to worship political power, do anything. So many people who have went into the realm of, of, of politics, and this is one of my sayings, I do not believe that pastoralship and politics work hand in hand. I believe they are direct contrast and opposite of one because to be a politician, you will have to give up something to get something. You're going to have to compromise with your constituents to, to satisfy all the money that they pay into your campaign. But when you stand on Christ, it ain't about the money. For all them preachers that's got to be paid before they'll speak a word of God, they may want to question their calling because this gospel that we speak of is free. This gospel that we stand on was bloodshed gospel. It's the kind of bloodshed gospel that Jesus Christ hung, bled, and died on Golgotha so that you and I can open the 66 books ourselves and get to know God through all the biblical stories and all the biblical truth so that we can understand that no matter what we have to do while we are in existence in this life, in this human life, and one, it was appointed to man to be born and to die. Every last one of us are going to die one day, some earlier than others. But I want you to understand that God has said to me, what shall it profit you if you do all the things the world wants you to do and you know you don't walk in this truth, but you sacrifice your salvation to make yourself known in this world? You might want to watch yourself. I know I am. Amen. That means I'm going to humble to Jesus, humble to the cross, humble to be quiet and not cause a ruckus as best I can. Do my best to live peaceably with all men because I understand Satan literally, and I'm going to say it again in this particular podcast, John chapter 10 and verse number 10, that thief that I reference so often, 
I have to remind myself he's coming to steal and to kill and to destroy. But Jesus says, I am come that they might have life. I went back and said, God, why did you say might? Because he said, I will never make or force any human being to follow me. I told you in the scriptures, you have to want to pick up your cross and follow me. I can't make you follow me. Amen. I'm willingly telling you I'm choosing to follow Jesus. Amen. In that regard. So the key point, don't let the pressures of life and society cause you to give up your spiritual truth for a worldly wrong. Do not allow and give up your spiritual truth to follow an earthly wrong because it's not going to benefit you. All right, let's move on with the scriptures and then we'll close out the podcast. As I went down and looked at the scriptures and it says, those mighty men, what, what Nebuchadnezzar did, he caused his greatest men in his army, the strongest, the biggest, the baddest, the most buff, who got wrapped up and got into all of their gear. But this time, he was so angry because those guys would not follow him. He had them turn up the furnace seven times hotter than it normally is that when they do incinerate people. He was so mad, he wanted to make sure that they suffered. But this is the point I'll close with this morning. As I looked at that, and I read the scriptures and all those things, and it says here in verses number uh, 21, then these men were bound in their coats, their hosen, and their hats, and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent, he was so mad because they wouldn't bow down, he got indignant and said, turn it up. Seven times hotter. And this is what happened. Those men, the fire was so hot. By the time they got close enough, they fell in. The consuming fire sucked them in. Amen. Because that air that caused that fire to rage sucked those men in. And they died trying to put Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in. But then they still fell in. What are the point I'm trying to make? Second point is this. God will oftentimes allow us to fall into things to see will we hold on to our faith. This is what he said right here. And I get ready to close. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar, the king, was astonished. Why was he astonished? Here's why. He saw them fall in. He and all of his counselors and all of his men. What those men were, those were the yes men that served the king. They didn't care what, they would lie. They would rob, they would steal, they would cheat just to follow the king thinking they're gonna get something. But here's what they didn't realize, that God is bigger than anybody in this life. That's what you have to walk by faith on. And this is what he said, and he questioned, did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire, question mark? They answered and said unto the king, true, O king, we know that's what you did. We know what happened, and this is what the king said as I close. He answered and said, lo, I see four men loose. I knew we bound them up. We tied them up. We tangled them up. We in in incarcerated them and made sure that they couldn't get free. But here it is. They're walking in the midst of the fire and have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the son of God. Here's my question. It's amazing that King Nebuchadnezzar knew. Why would he say, and the form of the fourth is like the son of God? At that point, God had been working on the mind. It messed him up because God set them free. They decided to not follow the ways of the world, but the ways of God. And through that, this is what I want to tell you. I close by this point. Here's what God said. The key point, don't let the pressures of this world, the leadership, who say, do as I say, not as I do, when you know it sacrifices your walk with God, when it sacrifices what you believe in God, when you got to give up the truth of God to follow a lie, you do not do it. You do not never, as I close, deny God and his word. If the king who represents Nebuchadnezzar and the leadership of the day tries to get you and entangle you up, if they try to trip you up, if they try to tie you up, if they try to get you tied up, tangled up, and encapsulated in the world to try to get you to give up on your faith and deny God, you deny that word. You deny them. Don't never deny the truth of God's word. You must believe in this way. As I close, as the songwriter says, you've got to make sure that when you get 
get in the midst of your trouble, when you get in the midst of your fire, when you get in the midst of the things of this world, you've got to believe that the world's desire is to consume you, is to burn you up, is to cause you to lose your relationship with God, is to cause you to give up on God and give into the devil and give into the world. But sisters and brothers, men and women of God, don't you give up. Don't you stop trusting God. You do what we must do. I commit myself publicly on this podcast to say, no matter what comes my way, it's more important that I be with the Lord when I leave this earth than anything else under the sun. I close by saying, I pray to God that I remain anchored in the Lord. I encourage you to anchor your ship in the Lord. I encourage you to stand on the word of God. I encourage you to join in with me that no matter what comes your way, that no matter what happens to you, that you will realize even though you may be in the midst of the fiery furnace, we will do what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did. We will trust God no matter what. And if he chooses not to deliver us and we do lose our life, humanly, we know that we're going to be with God. I pray today that if you're in the hole like Joseph was, that you will trust God. If you're there on the roof and somebody wants to let you down to get your healing, you believe God. If you're the woman, amen, with an issue of blood, you believe for 12 years that God can do it. Amen. You've got to say that God did it and he'll do it again. I pray that we have in the midst of your situation when you know that you're there and that fourth man is there. Every last one of us, the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost in you, that means four. That fourth man is God represented in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. The fourth man is needed. The fourth man is real. You let God anchor your life and you trust God, sisters and brothers, and you believe God that no matter what, come hell or high water, we've got to trust God. And you've got to say, we shall not know defeat. And for God, I'll live and for God, I'll die. I'll stand firm on the word of God. And I'll believe today, children of God, that God is greater than anything that I can ask and or think. My soul shall be anchored in the the Lord. I encourage you today as we close Triple C Podcast on the 22nd day of January to stand firm with me in the word of God and believe God at his word that he's a God that shall not lie. He's a God who's never left us hungry or begging bread. He's a God that loves his children in spite of. He's an unconditional lover. He's an agape kind of lover. Your soul must be anchored in the Lord. Will you stand with me today and believe that God is able to do abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Be encouraged in the Lord, as we close our Triple C podcast in a prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you now for this opportunity to hear the word of God. We need the fourth man. And I pray, God, that no matter as our healing is real, our healing is nigh, we're on the men. We trust that you, dear God, will make sure that our soul is anchored in the Lord. And dear God, we thank you for the opportunity now to come before your grace, before your throne and your mercy. Until we come back together again, this is Tony with Triple C saying, bless God, bless the people of God. Amen. In Jesus' name, until the next time we come together, be
Brasil. 